Hey, it's April 4th, 2016, and this is episode number 12. So grab a wine glass, come on over and join us in the queue. Welcome to The Queue, a show that's 95% Disney Parks and 5% questions. I'm Scott. And I'm Ryan. You were questioning your question. Yeah, see what I did there? See what you did there? Yeah. And you'll see what I did later when I talk about wine glasses. Oh. <laughs> Suspense. Well, Scott, we should probably address the elephant in the uh, earphones. Ryan, this is pre-recorded. This is pre-recorded. We're doing time it's your traveling fault. again. It's your fault. It's... You yeah. just want to go have more fun. Well, I'm I'm not necessarily going there for willy-nilly adventure and by choice. I'm going for a friend's wedding, so I'm going to celebrate love, How Scott. convenient. I'm going to celebrate <laughs> love. What better gift is there in the world? Uh, exactly. Okay. <laughs> but it just so happens to be in Orlando, so... That, that just is uh, stupid convenient. <laughs> uh, well, you know, when you have friends in Orlando, they get married. They do. <laughs> There you go. So, this week's show, obviously, pre-recorded. So, what we have decided to do, we're going to bypass news because anything that we talk about now, we talked about in the last episode and will be irrelevant in two weeks. So, we'll catch up on your news next week. Yes. Folks, don't worry. Don't worry. We got you. So, this week, we have decided to make it the next listener feedback slash question and answer show. Woo! Our second one because we've been getting so many emails from you guys. You guys are awesome. I'm sorry that we did not announce that we were going to be doing this, but that's okay because we got plenty to talk about. Hold on, Ryan. I've got to catch up on Magic Kingdom's game. Oh, so- sorry, folks. Priorities. Hang on. <laughs> let's just uh, let's just hang tight while Scott. No, no, no. We're good. I can nope, multitask. Nope, you know. Nope, nope. I'm just gonna. You know, Mickey finished playing his trumpet, so you know he oh, needs con- to do. Congrats. Oh, he needs good. to do something else. Did you get points for that? You get some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, cool. you sh- are you playing this game yet? Because you should be. I dabbled. You dabbled. You're done. You're done with it. Well, I'm busy during the days. I'm being productive, doing work. You know what? I'm multitasking right here, Ryan. It's something you could also do. I, gi- I give what I do 100%, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and with that, <laughs> let's answer some questions. Yeah, let's hop on in. Yeah, so again, pre-record, we're just going to make this a quick, simple, well, probably not quick, but simple, just Q&A listener feedback show. I feel show. like we always try to make our episodes quicker. We aim for quick, but then we... Talk too much. Land in long. Yeah. Just got a lot to say. Which is great. We've got plenty to talk about. So we're just going to hop on in with questions and listener feedback and address all this. And that's pretty much all today's show is going to be, but it's going to be awesome because you guys are awesome and send us awesome questions and listener feedback. Awesome. That we're awesome. Lots of awesome. So read that first question. So awesome, slash awesome, feedback, awesome, slash awesomeness. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> this email comes from our listener, our recent giveaway winner, Jenna Han. We received this a while ago. So she writes, first of all, she responds to our, our questioning about the talking Mickey, which we talked about several episodes ago. So she wrote in a response saying that she had asked around about our second question regarding the talking Mickey. And uh, we were talking about how they know what to say in responding to us. She says, the way that Mickey responds to where you live is, well, while tapping his foot, like I suggested, (laughs) would be hilarious. What she's been told is that uh, we were right in that it is all pre-recorded sayings, which would definitely explain the delay uh, Mm -hmm. in Mickey's response. She writes, I wonder just how many places and cities they have sayings for, especially since people from all over the world go to Disney World. Hope that helps. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, that's what we were thinking happened. It's probably just like computer like response search engine someone's thing. Listening. Yeah, they yeah. type in the city name and then click play kind of thing. All right. So now here comes Jenna's question. Now for a question for you guys. What is your favorite quote unquote special event Disney does? Flower and Garden, Food and Wine, Mickey's Not So Scary, etc. I'm really excited to experience the Flower and Garden Festival after you guys talk so highly of it. Thanks again for being awesome and always keep the magic coming. Jenna. Thank you, Jenna, for your question and Thanks, your awesome Jenna. Mickey tips. Yes. Scott, 
what is your favorite special event? That so this Disney is does? where my wine glass thing came in. Ah. Because food and wine, get it? Yeah? yeah. Grab your wine glass. Are, are you more favorable of the wine side no, of things? No, that's just, I just wanted to say it. So why don't you just say food? Uh, because that's not clever enough. <laughs> food is always the answer, Scott. Uh, just wasn't feeling it, Ryan. Okay. You know? But... The food and wine is not my favorite special event oh, that Disney does. What a deception. Just had to throw you off. Yep. Deceit. Catch you off guard. Trickery. Do you know what your favorite is? I, I think I know what your favorite is. Well, since she wrote it here, it kind of yep. <laughs> popped into my head. I love Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. So let's do let's do this like a, a, a two-part. Okay. Let's do like your favorite ticketed event Ooh. and then your favorite just like non non-ticketed <laughs> special thing that's going Normal. on. Uh, okay, so Mickey's Not So Scary would be my favorite ticketed event. Mm-hmm. Uh, what all are the non-ticketed events? F- f- a food, wine, flower and garden, what else? Um, <laughs> Is there anything uh, else? Star Wars Weekends. But that doesn't happen it's gone. anymore. <laughs> well, if that was still around, that would be uh, it. It would have been the Osborne Lights. I guess would have been one in that category, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I still would have gone with Star Wars Weekends. Um... I'm sure there are a couple more that I just can't think of, but we can go with those. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'll do I'll do flower and garden. Yeah. Because as much as I, I love food, I don't typically find myself going around and trying to try every food thing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So flower and garden, you get the best of both. You do get foods, which are awesome, but it's just beautiful. It just looks nice. Food and, it really food is, and, yeah. Uh, food and wine, it, they don't, I mean, you don't have pretty flowers all over the place. It's true. You just have lots of drunk people. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't want that. Nobody wants that. Did you say your ticketed event? Yeah. Mickey's Not So Scary? Yeah. Yeah. You? Oh, man. That is a tough call between Mickey's Not So Scary and the Christmas Party. Very merry. Very merry Christmas Party. I will have to go very merry Christmas Party. It's very merry. I don't, man, that is so tough. I love both the parades and I love both the fireworks shows. So that is really tough. It's a tie for me, Ryan. Can I do that? Nope. Can I say a tie? Nope. You I'm going to be decisive. You can't tell me what to do. You're not my mom. <laughs> All right. I'm getting my phone right now. <laughs> it's a tie. Con- context, Scott Jones, it's a tie. mom. Slight advantage to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing it. Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah. Glad, to see, glad to see you've decided to join me. <laughs> They're both so good. I just love the way Halloween decorations look. It just feels right. Feels happy. It feels good. And it, for it non spooky happy ticketed event, if I had to choose just one, I would have probably picked the Osborne lights. If it were still around. If it were still around. Yeah. Man, all of those are amazing though. Mm-hmm. It's like legitimately, I feel like a tie for me. Between Star Wars Weekends, Osborne Lights, Flower and Garden. <laughs> <laughs> but not food and wine. I just love them all. Yeah, I know food and wine, I could kind of... I I know. I'm not the biggest fan. I love it. Like, it's fun. But I don't know. We just like the Flower and Garden Festival better. Because it's just purdy. It's just purdy. We like so, the purdy. We'll go with that. And it probably smells better. Yeah, because there are flowers around. Yeah. And not drunk people. And not drunk people breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Moving on to the next one. You want to read it? On which one are you wanting to read? Brittany Horton. Brittany Horton. Horton, here's Horton, a who. Here's a who. <laughs> <laughs> we both just said that. Uh, oh, amazing. I don't know where Brittany's email is. I'll so. read it. <laughs> I'm going to let you read that. <laughs> she says, Hi, Scott and Ryan. My name is Brittany, and I'm reaching out to you guys from Houston, Texas. Just wanted to say how much I love listening to the queue. It definitely makes me look forward to Mondays. I'm really impressed at how amazing y'all sound, and I absolutely love the background music. I can tell that you work so hard to incorporate the music with the topic that you're talking about. Seriously, I love it, and I wish you made more episodes per week. I also want to thank you guys for making the effort to do such an awesome thing for us Disney fans with these podcasts. They are amazing and they give me my Disney fix for the day. I did have one question to ask both of you. My fiance and I both love and grew up with Disney, so we are planning to move to Florida once we get married. We want to make this move so we have the chance to go do every Disney thing we can before we start settling down. This would only be for about a year or so, so this isn't a permanent move. My 
My question is, since both of you get to go to Disney so much, does it ever seem to lose its magic or ever get boring to you? Obviously, there is so much to do there, but I'm still worried that we might get tired of it. We both love Disney so much, and I would hate to ruin such a special thing by overdoing it. Any comments you could give on this would be great. Once again, I love listening to you guys. Keep up the amazing job that y'all do. Hope to hear from you soon, Brittany. It's a good question. Well, first of all, thank you for your kind words, yeah. Brittany. Thank we, you, Brittany. We appreciate you so that's much. That's awesome that they're going to move down there. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Especially just take a year, have fun, then settle down. <laughs> take, settle down. Have, have a party year. A, a fun fun year. Yeah, <laughs> at Disney. Yeah, I like it. It's a good question, though, because I feel like probably a lot of people could relate with this, thinking that they would you know, ruin the magic or what have you. But... I mean, we know a lot of people that live down there and like just are all about it, you know? Yeah, they're down there like every day. <laughs> yeah. Some people, yeah, definitely there like almost every day. So I, I feel like this could almost change from person to person, you know? Yeah, it depends who you are. But it also depends on, I would say, your perspective and just your state of mind. If you're going day after day and you're just doing the same thing, I could see maybe getting tired of that or just at least what you're doing. But if you're constantly out there looking and looking for and trying new things, I don't think you're ever gonna get tired of that because I don't think you're ever gonna be able to just see and do and experience everything. <laughs> so yeah, I would definitely. say, yeah, just always be looking for something new and, and being adventurous and trying something new like we were talking about in last week's show, maybe set a day where you say, all right, so everything that I do is going to be something that I haven't done before and I'm not going to stick to my familiarities. Yeah, I think that's a good way to do it. Or even just pace yourself, you know? Yeah, spread it out. Spread it out. Don't. You know, just because you live there doesn't mean you have to go every other day. Exactly. Yeah, you've got plenty of time. So give yourself time to breathe. Just, yeah, take your time. Like a nice meal. You don't want to stuff your face for the appetizer, just spread it out. You got to sure. be ready for dessert. Yeah. So <laughs> I think you'll be fine. I, don't I think, think she'll be fine too. It. Yeah. I, I mean, I worked there for a, a solid three months. <laughs> I know that's not a year, but I'm here right now. I'm hosting a podcast. I clearly still love it. Plus, there are a lot of awesome people that she can hang out with down there. Yes. And be friends with. And that's the one thing I love the most is the community associated with it. Just meeting new people, building new relationships, building that community. That's the best part. And then they introduce you to new things too. So Yeah. So I think I think you're gonna be good. Brittany. You're gonna be good. You're gonna be A okay. All right. I've got a question here. All right. From Ronnie Reagan. Ronnie. You got that question on your list over there? I do. So hopefully I can read this and not stumble around because we both struggle at life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Ronnie Struggle's says real. Hey guys, quick question. In April my girlfriend and I are going to Walt Disney World for my birthday and have convinced my parents to join in. They haven't been since I was four. I'm turning 21 this year and my mom isn't crazy about theme parks. My girlfriend and I are always on the same page about, here we go, the struggle. <laughs> my girlfriend and I are always on, it's so far away, hold on, let me zoom in a little bit. My girlfriend and I are always on the same page about where we want to go and do. But the last time we had others come with us, it stressed us out more than anything. My parents uh, will have a one-day park hopper. How much do you think we should conquer without overwhelming slash tiring them? Uh, when you go on big trips, how do you balance everyone's interests? Thanks so much for keeping me in the Disney spirit. Ronnie Reagan, Naples, Florida. I thought Naples was in Italy. <laughs> nope, you're wrong. It's in Florida. <laughs> So well, this is a great question. It is, and it's it's tough going with a group of people. Yeah, I mean, I that's fresh for you. Yeah, when we went in December, I mean, granted, this was a big group. We had, you know, there were like fourteen of us, mm -hmm. and that was exhausting keeping everyone. But if you're like a small group, so if you're thinking like you know four people or so, um, I think that's much more manageable. And um, it looks like. She says, my parents will have a one-day park hopper. So it's yeah. only just one day, really. Yeah, one day. So I would, I mean, I would, I, I mean, you know them better than we do. So kind of base where you're going to go and what rides off of what you think they'll be into. So, you know, maybe if uh, they're not into the more extreme stuff, I'm guessing, are they going to, I guess she didn't say which park they're going to go to. They do have a park, park hopper. hopper. So 
more than one. I, obviously, one of them would I would imagine would be the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I'm looking here in your email, and I don't see. So you say your parents have a one-day park hopper, uh, but I can't find how long you and your girlfriend are staying. Mm-hmm. So I would say if you are there longer than your parents, if you're going to the parks uh, days that they aren't going, I would say do what you want to do on the days that you're not there with your parents. And then the day that you're there with your parents, just kind of make that about them and really just manage your expectations that, all right, this day is going to be a day for them. So try not to worry about like, oh, well, I want to do this on that day. And I feel like once you have those expectations kind of set before the day even starts, I feel like you're already setting yourself up for success, that you're already going to be in a better state of mind with maybe less disappointment or anything like that. And like Scott said, I would just say, just ask, just find out what they're into. Uh, do your parents, do they like to move around a lot or are they? do they like to take their time and sit down? So maybe they might enjoy more shows. So maybe like... Uh, or if they're really into food, you know, you can yeah. always make a couple of nice reservations. Exactly. Yeah. So I would just say, just really investigate into what your parents are into uh, and, and kind of just make that day all about them. I mean, they are your parents. They did raise you. So I think it'd be awesome just to, I don't know, maybe go out of your way and just show them how much you appreciate them. And, and definitely plan like a nice either, you know, if you don't want to take a break midday because you only have the one day with them, at least maybe plan a nice sit down meal for lunch where you can really just like, you know, decompress, chill breathe, out, escape yeah. the heat if it's hot, whatever, you know. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good way to keep the momentum going and not wear yourself out. Yeah, and by the way, you're going here for your birthday, so happy happy early birthday! You're happy birthday, be 21. That's awesome. So so you can go to Trader Sam's. There you go. <laughs> that would be fun. I recommend. On uh, Emily's 21st birthday, I think like the first drink we got her was the um, the pineapple, the big pineapple drink. I'm blanking on the name right now. Do you know what I'm talking about? The Lapu Lapu. Yes. That's it. Uh, I don't know if she really liked it a whole lot. <laughs> I thought it was good, but it was cool that like literally it's in a giant pineapple. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> so you can fun. get that at the Polynesian. That's, yeah, that's a great memory. Well, Ronnie, we hope that helped you out. And again, happy early birthday. All right. I've got here a question. Question. From Anthony, and he is from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hey, Ryan. What? You know what my middle name is? What? (laughs) Anthony, get out of town. So me and Anthony have a connection here. Wow, you guys are almost like brothers. Almost. From another mother. Something like that. Continue. (laughs) Anthony, you're from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Guess what? I was born and raised in Albuquerque, New Mexico. No way. So Anthony and I are also connected, Scott. (laughs) We're all connected to Anthony. It all goes back to Anthony. <laughs> Anthony, thank you for connecting us. <laughs> Thanks, Anthony. Uh, Anthony writes, Hi, guys. Really love the podcast. Keep up the great work. Great content. You guys have a very nice rapport, and the production values are outstanding. Anthony, thank you so much. I have a quick question. The intro to episode one was a terrific medley of Disney themes. Is that available anywhere or did you put it together? I would love to get my hands on it. Thanks in advance, Anthony. Sent for my iPhone. (laughs) All right, Anthony, I would love to answer this question. And this is a great question because I've never addressed this. So Ryan just found it on YouTube and thought it sounded (laughs) cool. No, you are (laughs) shortchanging me, Scott. (laughs) Yes, the intro music for episode one is different than the intro music for every episode henceforth. I mean, it's the same. So to answer your question, the intro music, both myself and my good friend Aaron Robertson made. So I basically created the arrangement and produced everything. And then Aaron was the one who performed everything, played it on his keyboard, and then I mixed it all together. So yes, and that was something that I had visioned from before we started the podcast. I wanted to do this awesome uh, medley of Disney themes. And if you really like look into it, every theme in there is something that kind of talks about Scott and I. So like, you've got a friend in me. Wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you. It's a small world. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's to work we go all basically metaphors like scott and i doing a podcast kind of thing like that so that was my intention for that if some of you are unfamiliar what i'm talking about and you didn't listen to episode one i would love to play it for you right now so you can know what we're talking about so here's the intro music for episode one
So it may sound familiar. Yes, I use the ending of that for the intro for every show. And to answer Anthony's question, uh, if he can get his hands on it. So as of right now, it's not available anywhere other than my computer. So if you know how to hack onto my computer, you're more than welcome to take it. But what I would love to do and what we're in the works of doing is eventually we are going to have a website. And eventually on this website, I will have a page with resources. And that is where that will go. It's a good place for that to go. Yes. So (laughs) when we have a website, we will definitely let the world know. We will scream it from the mountaintops. And uh, on that website, you will be able to download that song. So Anthony, thank you so much for your question. And everyone, I hope you thoroughly enjoyed this wonderful track that I had the most fun making. Thank you, Anthony. All right, I've got a question from Javier. Javier. So Javier asked... How exotic. Hi, Scott and Ryan. I had a friend named Javier in high school. That's cool. I've never met a Javier. I had, yeah. Okay, yeah, there you go. Javier. <laughs> <laughs> so Javier asks, Hi, Scott and Ryan. I'm going to Disneyland later this year for the first time. Woohoo! And I was wondering if you have any tips or recommendations on places to eat, shows, snacks, etc. Oh, Thanks, Lord. Javi, Miami, Florida. Oh, Javi short for Javier in case I threw you off. Oh, you, you, you guys are in. You got that connection. Yeah, no, well, I mean, he signed his name that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Javi. This is a loaded question. So I don't know much about Disney. I mean, I know like stuff about Disneyland, but I, don't, I haven't experienced a whole lot about Disneyland. Yes. I know a lot of stuff I want to do. Okay. But Ryan, you've been there a couple times. Oh, I'm just going to try and rattle these things off my brain. So... Disneyland has really great churros. They're more abundant there. On Downtown Disney, they have a churro cart with many different flavored churros. Those are awesome. You gotta get one of those cones from Cozy Cone. Yeah, go to Cars Land. In Disney California Adventure, go to Cars Land. They have multiple at the Cozy Cone Inn. Each cone is a different concession with different themed treats. So they have chili cone queso. And chili in a, in a cone. They, they have macaroni and cheese in a cone. Uh, and then they have other things like popcorn, and it's all themed cars. Definitely try that. Super great. Flo's V8 Cafe, great. Try that. Even if you just go there for a milkshake or something like that, the ambience is awesome. I've, I've seen a lot of people get breakfast there, and it looks amazing. Don't a lot of people love uh, the Blue Bayou? I was just about to say that, yes. Yep. If you can arrange and set up a reservation, I would highly suggest a reservation for the Blue Bayou in um, New Orleans Square at Disneyland. Definitely go for that. If anything, it's amazing for the ambiance. Yeah, the the claim to fame. The claim to fame is the Monte Cristo. So if you go to the Blue Bayou, get the Monte Cristo. But you can also get the Monte Cristo outside the Blue Bayou at their quick service spot right next door. What about Carthay Circle? Carthay Circle is, is very nice. I've been there before and it's very fancy. I like it. If you want to eat fancy, I recommend it. But what you can also do is you can just go to the lounge and just order a drink there. Or you can even order, they have a special menu in the lounge there, in the bar lounge area. So kind of like um, like maybe a 50s prime time. You can walk up to the bar there and just get something. You don't have to commit to getting a table or anything or like that. Or a brown derby. Exactly. Just like that. So that's how I would recommend handling that. Uh, you definitely have to get beignets like I've talked about in the past, I recommend getting beignets from the Jazz Kitchen in downtown Disney. They do offer them in in the parks, but I recommend those. They're glory. They're glory in a powdered sugar bag. World of Color, definitely check that out at Disney California Adventure at the end of the night. He didn't say when he was going, did he? No. He said later this year. So if if he goes when the Disneyland 60th is still going on, he can see Disneyland forever. Yes. That's just for the 60th, right? Yeah. So definitely make sure to see that, the fireworks show. Uh, Definitely see Paint the Night. Yes. I mean, everything, man, honestly. (laughs) Everything. Everything possible. But those those are what I'm thinking right off the top of my head. Ride everything. What's really fun is to compare, and we'll probably do this in a later episode. If you've been to Disney World, it's fun to compare the the similar rides like Space Mountain, Haunted Mansion, uh, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder. I just remember like when I went, I was really thrown off by how much was outside. Yes. That was so different to mm-hmm. me. 
like seeing queue lines outside yep. or seeing like rides like the small world go outside. Yeah. I was yeah. like, that is weird. <laughs> weird. Weird. Because <laughs> they don't have the rain problems, <laughs> which is yeah. a problem. They don't have a hurricane season. <laughs> uh, I also thought of another one. Make sure to, well, if you're going with a group of people, make sure to get fast passes right away in the morning for Radiator Springs Racers in Cars Land. Unlike Disney World, Disneyland still runs off the paper fast pass system, the, the little ticket fast pass. If you're going by yourself, they have a single rider line. Although I will give you a little tip here. The most recent time I went to Disneyland, I was a little, a little bummed out to find that so many people use the single rider line that are not single riders. I've seen whole families in the single rider line. Well, yeah, it's faster. Well, not if everyone does it. Well, and that's that's the thing, though. I mean, one, <laughs> it defeats the purpose. And two, it just breaks my heart to see families in the single rider line. <laughs> You're going to get split up. You're not going to be able to share this moment with your kids, for well, crying out you loud. Know, sometimes people just don't want to wait for hours <sighs> in a line. Well, that's why you plan and get fast passes. Yeah, well, there's only a certain amount of fast passes. <laughs> Especially for, for Radiator Springs racers, which is why I recommend getting it right in the morning because they do run out of fast passes for that ride very fast. And did you know you can hold on to that fast pass as well as another fast pass? That doesn't take away from oh. like that's separate. That and like World of Color, I think as mm. well. That would make sense. You can hold on to those fast passes and yet still get another one. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, so those, those are our recommendations for Disneyland. Have fun. Yes, it's gonna please be awesome. do. And let us know how it goes. I would love to hear about it. What you think? Scott, it looks like we've got a voicemail. Someone has called us on the queue line. Nice. Let's listen. Hey, Scott and Ryan. Eleni here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I have a question for you. I want to know what your favorite park music is. So pick a ride and a land or area and a show. And I can't wait to hear your answers. Um, love what you guys are doing with the show. Love listening to you guys every week. Really appreciate all the hard work that you put into it. Um, thank you. Bye. Melanie, that is a really good question. And I'm going to have to think about that because, honestly, my answer is everything. <laughs> yeah, man, there's so many great options. I think one that like really sticks out that I just love to like listen to from time to time is the Soren music. It's good. I just love that music like, so much. Like the ride, uh, the, the music from the ride? The ride, yeah. Yes, it is so good. It's so peaceful and uplifting and... It just feels good. <laughs> yeah, let's do it right now. <laughs> okay, we'll plug it. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, what else? I love the Haunted Mansion music. Classic. Of course. I love this, just the sounds of Main Street. Yep. Here's one that I've recently been obsessing about that I've been trying so hard to get my hands on. When you stay at a, at a Walt Disney World resort and you turn your TV on in your resort, that, that one channel where they show you all the park hours and everything, that music loop that they have there, I want it. It's a good one. Is that, is that your answer? <laughs> well, I got a lot of answers. I don't just have one. Yeah. You can't just have you're, one. You're all about some music. Yeah. I mean, I would say, if anything, the the best of the best for me would be just the music of Main Street. Yeah. You can't get it better awesome. than that. You really can't. Mm -hmm. True story. And then like we talked about in last week's episode, the Alani music. I want that. <laughs> I want the Hawaiian Disney music. One day. One day, right? I'll one find day. it. Did you answer, Scott? Yeah, I said uh, like Soren, Haunted Mansion. Ah, okay. Good, that, good stuff. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with those. All right. Right on. Is that not good enough for you, right? Yeah, that's good enough. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it'll, it'll do. It'll do. That'll do, pig. That'll do. Alrighty. Moving on to our next question. 
Ryan, which one do you wish? Which one should I read? You Think should. about this one from Jess. Yep, that's what I was looking at. Awesome. So Jess says, "Hi, QCast. I have a question. I recently joined the DSLR community, mm-hmm. and I was wondering how do you get the pictures from the camera to Instagram, or more so, the process? Any advice would be awesome. Thanks so much, Jess." And Scott, why don't you remind us again what DSLR stands for? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> it's a fancy uh, camera. <laughs> I don't now remember. Now you're talking my talk. I don't remember. You know, I, I have been taking a photography class online. Oh, have you? Yeah. And when I say taking a photography class online, I mean I'm really busy at work, so I just download <laughs> the videos and I'm planning on watching them later. Well, Yeah. You'll, uh, you'll get there. <laughs> Knowledge is power, Scott. Knowledge is power. Always keep yourself learning. Uh, so, wow. Was going, that even right grammar? Uh, Always keep yourself learning. <laughs> is that really what I just said? Yeah. Always keep learning. We'll just stick there we with go. <laughs> so This is a great question. I know you have answers, and I, I have a process, too. Let's yes. It. So it's, if you have a camera that has Wi-Fi, that's the easiest method. It's like on my Sony camera... Literally, it's like you push a button, connects to your phone, picture goes to the phone. So that's nice. That's super nice. (laughs) I did not have that luxury. Yeah, a lot of cameras probably don't have that. So I put them on my computer, and then from the computer, you can transfer them uh, to your phone. I have a Mac, so Mac just makes everything easy. Like literally, I I would probably be lost if I had a PC. (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, there's so many different ways. I can drop it in my photo stream. I can text it from my computer to my phone. I can airdrop it from my computer to my phone. But don't... it. If you throw it on iCloud Drive, then it syncs to my phone. (laughs) But uh, I think if you text things to yourself, it compresses the file. Uh, I know it does with audio, and I know it does with video. Yeah, because those are, like, really large files. I don't... I feel like it might, but I don't know. It's still like when I've done it, it yeah. still looks great. So, I yeah. mean, especially for something like going on Instagram. Yeah. I still don't risk it. I email it to myself. Email? I airdrop, dude. Why aren't you airdropping? Because I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much easier. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. That's another method. You could email them to yourself and then pull them up on your phone. So. Yeah. So, what I've been doing lately, so. As most of you know, I'm mainly iPhone when it comes to taking pictures in the parks, but there was a, a trip when I did borrow a friend's fancy camera, and I did take a plethora of fancy pictures with the fancy camera. And so my process for that recently has been, uh, I just copied all the photos to my computer and went through and highlighted the pictures that I thought were my favorites. And uh, from there, just every day I'll kind of go through and decide, hmm, what picture do I want to post today? And then I'll just copy that file in an email, send it to myself, open it in my phone, save it to my camera roll, and then from there I'll edit. So I don't even edit on the computer. I just stay in my phone and edit. Yeah. So I edit fancy pictures on my phone. There you go. So that's so, my process. Jess, I hope that gives you a few different methods. Yeah. If you have any other questions, feel free to ask, and we'll try to help you out. Yeah. Ryan? Next question. Next question comes from Lisa. She writes, Hi, Ryan and Scott. I love listening to The queue. Your podcast is so much fun, and I'm so excited to listen each week. In one of your shows, you talked about extinct Disney attractions and the ones that you really wish you could have experienced. It made me think about my earliest trip to Disney. I first went there when I was seven in 1993, so I was lucky to have experienced a lot of the rides that you two mentioned, like 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Horizons Body Wars, and even World of Motion before it became Test Track. I don't remember them very well. I was only seven after all, so I dug out an old photo album from the trip, and it's a lot of fun to look back and see how much the parks have changed over the years. So with that said, I have a question for you. Many rides have been updated over the years instead of being removed completely. Some recent examples of that come to mind in our Test Track, The Great Movie Ride, The Soon to Be Frozen Ever After, and Pirates of the Caribbean. But there are a lot more. Which rides from any park are your favorite and least favorite? And which ride do you really think needs an update? Thanks for answering, Lisa. That's a fun question. It is a fun question. All right, Scott, what do you think? What is your, or at least some of your favorite ride updates? My favorite ride updates? Hmm. Well, obviously I haven't experienced as many since I haven't been going to the parks as long. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? 
Um, I really loved what they did to the Peter Pan queue. Yeah. That was awesome. Very nice. Um, uh, I, so I, I rode Test Track before it was the new one, obviously. Yeah, when it was like Crash Dummy. Yeah. Like <laughs> orange. I like both. I mean, I like aspects of both, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with what they did with it. I was really skeptical at first. Yeah. I do miss the the, the climate. Yeah, the hot part. and cold yeah. part. That was super fun. Definitely. So, but I mean, they did a great job. I love the feel of the new test track. Yeah. The aesthetic the vibe. It's and good. like the whole customization part and all that. Yeah, the interactive mm-hmm. feature. Well, I'm try- I'm scratching my brain here. I'm really trying to think. I mean, pretty much everything has been an update at some point. But I think the best one that comes to mind for me and you have yet to experience this, but you will soon, is the reintroduction of the Hatbox Ghost yeah. to the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. Definitely looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. He's beautiful. <laughs> this is a beautiful ghost. Headless or not. <laughs> yeah. Is there any other ones that you can think of that you really enjoy? That's the only one that's really <laughs> coming to mind, honestly. Yeah, yeah I'm What about shows? She does mention shows, too. Mm. I love Paint the Night, which is an update of Main Street Electrical Parade. So I'm going to go with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. She also asked... Both oh. mine are at Disneyland. <laughs> oh, the great movie ride. Uh, I mean... Yes and no. It is very subtle. Just the turn classic movie edition and Robert Osborne yeah. kind of taking over the narration. Yeah. I do really like, in the queue, the new... Uh, pre-show video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Obviously, they went from film to digital, so it's pristine. It's very nice. It's super informative. So I love that. I, I find myself wanting to stand in that theater longer than they usually have me stand there. Yeah, I agree. Um, there was one I was about to say. Oh, she talked about um, Ooh, you I know Maelstrom going to Frozen. Yeah, which I think you know, as sad as it is to see Maelstrom go, I'm I'm sure. The Frozen Ever After Ride is going to be amazing. I'm excited to see what it'll be like. Mm -hmm. I thought of another one. Okay. Since I have been going to the parks for quite a while. uh, Star Tours. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember going on the original Star Tours when we had Captain Rex, voiced by Pee Wee Herman. Mm -hmm. And we only had the the same mission we went on every single time. (laughs) I loved it, though. Don't get me wrong. That one mission. Yes. Uh, But uh, I love the new one. I love C-3PO. That he's our accidental pilot. Which, oh yeah. <laughs> Which rides do you think need an update? Ooh, that's a really good question. I feel like I know this, but for some reason my brain is flatulating. I know of a couple that I would say. Um, I, as, you know, I love the cue to the Peter Pan ride, but I think the ride needs an update. Well, they just did at Disneyland. Yeah, but not nothing like major, I don't think. No, they just kind of like polished it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like, which they did, they did a kind of an update like that, I think at Disney World, not yeah. like a year oh, ago okay. or so. I think, I don't know. I can't remember. But I think it needs to be, all the animatronics need to be updated. Like the whole ride needs to be like, exactly, I want it exactly the same, but with like new animatronics, kind of like the Seven Dwarfs are. Ooh, that would be awesome. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. So stuff like that, I think would be great. And uh, Ellen's Energy Adventure. Yes. <laughs> As much as I love that ride, does that need to be redone or just? I mean, replaced? you would think really all it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, a great start would at least be just redoing the video portion. This is true, and you wouldn't think that would be that hard to do. Well, Ellen's busy, man. She doesn't have time. True. To we talked about this last week. This new vid- video. Yeah. Or um, like, I, and I always wonder, like, why don't they? redo stuff like as much as I love also love Philhar Magic like that's just a video mm-hmm. and you would think well, that could be interactive video they spritz water at you <laughs> yeah, blow I'm in saying, like, you would think that bubbles. would be super easy to do like minor updates to or to like you know enhanced graphics things like that thanks Shanghai <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like, uh, you know uh, I think total <sighs> update needs to be done to Future World at Epcot yes the whole area needs to be like redone yes I would love... I'm trying to think. There is something... Journey into imagination. <laughs> I would love to see, like, a new country added to Epcot. Yeah. 
I think there are a lot of it's like a double-edged sword. There are a lot of things that like we love. Like I, I really do love Journey into Imagination. I love Ellen's Energy Adventure. I would like to see updates to those rides. Yeah, you know. But at the same time, I love going on them as they are now. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of you know it's the whole nostalgia take, thing. Yeah. That battle, yeah. fine line, and someone has to lose at some point. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think those are some good ones. All right. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for writing in. And why don't we do this? We've got another voicemail. Someone has called us on the queue line. So let's play that and give it a listen. Hi there. My name's Dakota, and two things. I want to give a shout-out, because I know she's going to listen, to my sister, who played me all of your episodes on our drive from Herbert Field, Florida, to Orlando when a couple weeks ago when we raced the uh, Disney Princess Half Marathon. And then I have a question for you guys. I know Run Disney is very popular. Have you guys ever considered doing any of the races be just to experience that other side of Disney in the Disney World um, community? Thank you guys so much for what you do, and I love listening to you guys on my way to work. All right, bye. Well, hi, Dakota. Well, thank you so much for your message. And thank you for playing all of our episodes to your sister. Yeah, that's that's awesome. awesome. (laughs) We're honored. I was actually, you know, she asked about the Run Disney races. I was actually thinking about saying this last week on um, our bucket list. Because I really do want to do a Run Disney race. Maybe a small one. Yeah. 5K. 5K. Yeah. The medals are awesome, and the I want a medal. medals are super awesome, especially the Star Wars ones. Yeah, those look sweet. I would love to do one of the Star Wars races. Here's here's the thing, though. At the beginning of 2015, I set my New Year's resolutions, my goals that I wanted to do, and one of those was to run a half marathon. So early in 2015, I started getting into it. I, I run, but I'm here's the thing. I'm not a distance runner. I'm more of a a sprinter. So I'll run short bursts really fast, but nothing super far. I can run 5Ks, no problem. So I went for a five mile run and right around mile four, I hated life. And I was asking myself, why am I doing this? Why, why, (laughs) why? And so after that five mile run, I just kind of gave up on that. Yeah, running so, is not fun. It's, yeah, so for, for me. <laughs> yeah, so I would love to do a Disney race for the experience, but uh, I'll I'll just keep it at least like a five k. So there you go. It's on our it's on our to do list <laughs> at some point. Uh, eventually, small one, but yeah, totally. So thank you for the email. Yes. All right, Scott. What's next? I got one from Callie. Callie says, "Hi, Scott and Ryan. First off, I love your podcast." In the last show, you discussed the fact that there is no gum in the parks or on property. I wanted to let both of you know that I heard that there is no gun, gum, no gun. Oh, it does say gun, but it should make gum, gum at Orlando Airport either. Not sure if this is true or not, but I'll have to investigate when I go down in April. Thought I'd share. Also, for your next Q&A, I wanted to ask, how do you prefer getting to the parks? by car or bus. I've always relied on the bus, but wanted to get your opinions. Have a great day, Callie. Easy. Thanks, Callie, for your question. Is it easy, Ryan? For me, it is. For me, it is, too. I'm car all the way. <laughs> totally. All, all the right. way. Same here. Car. We I always mean, drive the car around. Yeah. I mean, granted, we drive there from Charlotte, but even if I didn't, I need that freedom. I don't want to be stuck to a schedule or wait in line to yeah. get on transportation. If I hate I, waiting for buses. Yeah, if I, if I want to go somewhere, I just want to hop in my car and go. Yep. And, you know, I'm in control of this, how fast I go too in my car. So, yeah, I'm car all the way. I agree. Car all the way. <laughs> Callie, drive your car. Dunzo bunzo. Stay in the car. <laughs> all right. Let's tackle this question from Jennifer Z- Zavala. Is that how you say it, Jennifer? Let mm-hmm. us know. All right. Hi, my name is Jennifer, and I am from Mercedes, Texas, a very small town found at the bottom of Texas near the Gulf of Mexico. I love anything and everything that is Disney. When I found your podcast by following Oh Yeah Disney, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, I knew I just had to check it out. I love it. Listening to your podcast helps me not miss Disney so much. Back in spring of 2011, when I had the opportunity to work for at Walt Disney World as a part of the Disney College program, I loved being able to go to the parks at least three to four times a week. I miss that so much, but this podcast makes me feel like I'm at the parks again. I just wanted to say thank you for making an awesome podcast. Question, 
Do you have a set list or plan as to what pictures you want to take at the parks? One thing I regret that I didn't do during my five month stay at Walt Disney World was that I didn't take enough scenery pictures at the parks and I still didn't do that during my last trip back in May. I'm wondering if having a list or plan will help me remember to take more pictures. And then she also has a would you rather that I'll save after we're done answering this question. So Scott, do you have a, a list in your mind at all? Um, yes and no. Um, I did want to say thank you, Jennifer, for following Emily and I on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Very kind of you. We appreciate that. Um, yes and no. Like I always want to get like the icons, obviously. Yeah. Um, but then a lot of it just depends on where we are, the time of day. Yeah. You know, we like I think we've talked about this before. We usually try to take pictures either early in the morning or around sunset-ish time because yeah. those always end up coming out the best. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, always try to get a million pictures of the castle. Love getting a million pictures of Sunset Boulevard and Hollywood Studios. Million pictures of Spaceship Earth. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, like the, uh, the, the, the classics. Yes. So other than that, though, it's kind of like, you know, if we're eating something special, take a picture of that, you know, or if yeah. this sky looks pretty here, take a picture of that, you know. So it's it's... It's pretty loose. What I've been finding recently, I'll have an idea of what I want to do before I go. And it's like what you said. I know that I'm going to want to take pictures early in the morning when the sun's setting. And I know I'm going to want to take pictures of, you know, the castle or whatever. But I don't have specific like shots like in my mind. The only time I will have something like that is if I'm on Instagram and I see someone took a really cool picture then I, I might like save that in my mind and be like, oh, I want to try and take a picture like that. That's the only time I'll have like a specific picture in mind. Other than that, it's just lately I've been trying to make sure that uh, my eyes and my mind are open when I'm at the park, just kind of looking out for opportunities and being a little bit more aware as opposed to just like putting my head down and like going to the next place or whatever, just taking it in and just letting myself be inspired and seeing like, okay, what can I capture and just being open. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Would you rather? And then we will uh, round out this week's Q&A. Disney, would you rather? Disney! All right. She asks, would you rather ride Star Tours with Darth Vader and the Stormtroopers or ride Tower of Terror with Harrison Ford? Jennifer, this is hands down an easy question. <laughs> this, is, this isn't even a, a, a debate in the slightest. Yeah. Tower of Terror with Harrison Ford. What yeah. if those stormtroopers were Mark Hamill and and Harrison Ford in disguise? But I didn't know it? <laughs> yeah, you didn't know it. And what if that Darth Vader was actually James Earl Jr.? <laughs> James Earl Jones? James Earl Jones, sorry. I would still probably... Tower of Terror with Harrison Ford. But you get Harrison Ford plus Mark Hamill and James Earl yeah, Jones. Yeah, but I wouldn't know it. Yeah, well. And that this way, it's just like <laughs> me and Harrison, mano y mano, in Tower of Terror, and we can like have conversation, and I can be like, man, you're my hero. What? Just tell me a story, and we can just like talk while we're screaming going up and down. Yeah. Well, because we don't know either, I'm, my answer's probably going to be the same thing. <laughs> man, that would be a Harrison dream come Ford. true to spend however long that ride is. Because typically if you meet someone like that, you have seconds with them. Yeah. So if I'm on Tower of Terror next to Harrison Ford... He's going to be like, kids, stop talking to me. I'm trying to enjoy the ride. <laughs> I would take that. Dude, I brush like, shoulders oh, with man. Harrison Ford. He told me to shut up. It was the best ever. <laughs> I saved my life. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, great question, though. All right. Well, Scott, I think that's going to round off this week's Q&A show. And a good uh, one. Yeah, this is a good one. Uh Everyone, please continue to uh, send us your questions. We hope that we were able to answer the questions that you guys sent us. Um, if we didn't get to your questions, we will definitely get to them in the next Q&A show. Please keep sending them in. We love seeing what you guys have to say. Definitely. Just we appreciate you guys. You. Yeah. So thank you so much. Thank you. Well, Scott, we have come to the end of this pre-recorded Q&A show. Yes, we have. So, well, that was fun. Did you it enjoy was it? fun. I enjoyed the questions. They're so, fun. Scott, let's remind people to subscribe to us if they haven't already on iTunes. Please do. That would be awesome. That way you don't have to go look for us. We just boop, pop up every Monday. Hello. 
And uh, if you haven't already, please, we would absolutely love a rate and review in iTunes. That way, it keeps us kind of like up on the radar. People can find us, makes us more relevant, and, uh, and it just makes us feel better about ourselves. Ryan, did you know that people can also follow us on Twitter? Get out of town! <laughs> and like us on Facebook. What? At Breaking the QCast. At the QCast. And this is great. We've been tweeting a lot, just responding to you guys, tweeting to us. We kind of let you know, like... We try to stay active on the Twitters. Yeah. Facebook, um... We need to work on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... If you have questions like you heard today on the Q&A show, send those to us mainly on email. That way it's nice for us to organize them so we can kind of keep track of everything. So do that. And remember, you heard some voicemails today. Give us a call on the Q line. It's as simple as picking up your phone. All you have to do is give us a call at 209. Q09. Yeah. Man, Ryan, I have to just say, you threw to that very well. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> you stuck the landing. Struggled with that last week. <laughs> we, we powered through. We practiced. I did practice in the mirror. Made sure we're good, even though you can't see me. <laughs> I guarantee you, I looked good doing it. All right, Scott, so why don't you tell me where we can find you? You can find me online on Instagram at oh yes, Scott and on Twitter at just Scott Jones. Ryan, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram as well at Disney Single Rider and you can find me on the interwebs at my website, ryanmonette.com and I've got a lot of fun stuff there for anyone and everyone to check out. And with that, we've reached the end of the queue. So it's time for you to hop on board, strap in, hang tight and enjoy the ride. See you guys. See ya. Are you ready for episode 12? I'm ready for that, or you are.